morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the slightly less edgy Rock Bottom Podcast. <laughs> uh, well, we realized we're starting to kind of drift out of our punk roots here. So yeah, that phase we, is... Uh... That phase is over. <laughs> so, welcome... Well, it's, it's not necessarily over as much as... Uh... We're expanding our horizons here. We're, we're entering our new music age. Which uh, so, uh, actually tie ba- back to last week's episode. Yeah. Music ages. Yeah. So bear with us uh, as we explore new genres, including the dreaded country music, which I guess shouldn't yeah. really be dreaded. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so anyway. the last couple of weeks, we've been kind of doing this really half assed. <laughs> I feel like, like we've been putting our, sh- our, our heart and soul into it like every week. But we keep mentioning the same artists over and over. No. So we're going to try and not do that. <laughs> and, and one of the things, as you'll see, we'll have it in the middle of the show, is we're going to have a song of the week. Which, Segment. Which you're going to be disappointed because it's, it is actually an artist we mentioned. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but going uh, out of it, change, yeah. that's going to change next week. Yeah, so I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna be picking like random songs, random genres, new, old, who knows, and then we're gonna be well, kind of discussing it. Yeah, at least that's the plan. At least, I mean, it's not like we're gonna overdo. Like again, we're trying to diversify here. It's for yeah. the betterment of you, our listeners, more than us, because <laughs> it's for the podcast. To quote. Homer Simpson, when you don't like your job, you don't strike, you just, you don't quit, you just go in and, re- and do it really half-assed. That's literally what I think I now's feel the like best it, time to yeah. mention, I think now's the best time to mention this is the first uncut episode, so ladies and gentlemen, if you hear something slightly off, that's why. Yeah. Because I refused uh, to cut anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because Rusty got sick of editing. Anyway. So no, this no, no. Is... I, I still edit. I just... So this, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, is the quote-unquote less half-assed version of the Rock Bottom podcast. Uncut. <laughs> director's uncut. Cut. <laughs> yeah, the director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All and... right. So to... Uh... Today's topic, yeah, uh, well, concerts. today's intro topic is basically concerts. Yeah. First off, I think we should start by going through stories and what to do and what not to do. Hmm. No. Um, first of all, if you're in an indoor concert, do not smoke weed. Nobody wants to smell that. Did, did I leave that in for last week's episode? Yes, you did. But uh, I'm, I'm reiterating the point because weed is legal in Canada where we live. No. So some, do some not US light states. up a joint when you're going to go to a concert. It may yeah. seem like a good idea at, a time, at the time, but don't. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, uh, or do acid or whatever, like magic mushrooms. Drugs. Don't do any of that. Just drugs. leave the drugs Same at drugs. home. Yeah, right. Leave the drugs this, at home. This ain't a Weird Al concert. This isn't Bob Marley. Why do you have to? Why do you have to drag Weird Al through the mud? Honestly, he's good, but like I know. Takes, but I feel like his shows have a history, though. Well, most of his songs are actually about food, so I guess that. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> like 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 Ooh, eat it. We know I'm Weird like, Al's weird now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, like, think about it. Eat it, my baloney. Um, fat. fat. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, let's go on. So, um, okay. How many? So, how many concerts have you been to? Uh, we're talking stadium fillers, right? Or are we just talking open mic nights? Because open mic nights, I've been to a lot, but stadiums, I've only been to two. And it's the weirdest combination you could possibly guess. Well, let's just live music count in general. How many okay. would you say you 
countless open mic nights, but for big shows, I've been to Iron Maiden, which was a few weeks ago, actually, and Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Which is, again, a weird combination, but it works. Also, we should include music festivals in this. Oh, yeah, because I have been to a lot of music festivals. And, and music festivals have, a, have their own whole set of rules. Like, yeah. I feel like it's okay if you bring the weed to the, to the music festival. Mm, welcome to Calgary, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that literally what they do? Well, so, so here's the thing. In Calgary, and for all you posers out there, don't get upset at this, but we have the best Canada Day celebrations. <laughs> It's and we have weed this, and yeah. fireworks. <laughs> but, like, okay, so we have this thing, too, also called the Lilac Festival, which is, like... Um, and the Stampede, let's not forget, for let's all not you forget country that. and western... For, for all Festival, you country and western folk. Yeah, is essentially Stampede for more genres. <laughs> it's basically Stampede that isn't country. Yeah. That's the vibe and, I'm getting and, here. I've yeah. never been to any of this. So like we have so many music festivals. It's crazy. Like so it's do like we. every I mean, in week. Ed- like in Edmonton it's the same way. Like yeah. Most weeks in the we're, summer you go. We're partiers in uh, Alberta. Yeah. We're the the party conscious uh province. We don't party hardly, we just party hard. But but here's the thing I really like about music festivals too. Is that a lot of times um, to fill spaces, right? A lot They'll of introduce sp- local local bands, yeah. and a lot of like sponsors will like have free concerts for the band, like exposure. Like, hey, we'll give you a, a free concert. Yeah, if- find us a local artist, and you'll get exposure, right? Yeah, and which so is great. Of, yeah, so there's a lot of like bands I know that like play the music festival circuit. Yeah, and because of that, they became known. They got respect because it's like... Okay, speaking of which, uh, what is the most infamous music festival of all time, in your opinion? (laughs) I'm going to go Woodstock. (laughs) I I feel like Woodstock is like infamous. Infamous, famous, whatever you want to... Yeah. You can't Infamous. All right, and, for... the fu- and the funny thing about that is um, some guy actually made a, a box set of the entire 36 hours of Woodstock. Like, like for, the for original the... Wood... Yeah, I... For those of you that don't necessarily know the worst of Woodstock, essentially what had happened was... It was a crazy, extended, long festival that ended in, like, actual humanitarian crisis and food shortage. And, and at, well, according to you, I still think it was awesome. I mean, the music was, that came out of that was awesome. But, but that was the age, yeah, right? The age everybody just gets so messed up. Acid, you just end up making <laughs> coke, um... And that's why music festivals kind of got the reputation of drug uh, that druggies go to them. Yeah, I mean, and it's the druggy could... version of a concert, right? But again, let's be honest: anyone can go to a music festival. Not anyone will be let into a conference. You could go to a, you could go to a music festival, and be completely sloshed. But Not if you go to a concert, the... they're gonna Turn they're gonna you remove away. you. Yeah, but I mean, even still, I mean, music festivals have kind of cleaned up their act, I would say. Definitely, like... Like, 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 I feel like if we went, if you went to a music fest in Calgary or Edmonton or anywhere, really, there is a point where it becomes indecent. Yeah. And, 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 they, usually... will, and they will remove you. Yeah. But... But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing with, like, even music festivals in Vancouver and big spread out cities, right? Yeah. Is usually the festival is like, twelve blocks long. 
Yeah, it's huge. And that's another or big difference. Or it's right downtown. Yeah. And that's another big difference between uh, festivals and concerts. With concerts, I feel like it's easier to contain, right? Yeah, But with music festivals, so like, you hear of some crazy guy three blocks down, and then he's going everywhere, and you, you know? You can't find him. Yeah. And obviously, I'm, I'm going to acknowledge this. There are and music paid fests areas are more, in music yeah. festivals, you know? Yeah. There are paid areas. But for yeah, most but there's of the also, part, But there's also, like, cr- crowds are massive in music fests. Even in concerts, oh, but music fests are worse. It's, it's <laughs> like right, my dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so, and, but yeah. I feel like this is, I mean, but for concerts, the, the weird thing is, I love it when a band does showmanship really well. Oh. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like, it's the right one, amount of, yeah. of, like, engagement without being overly, like, Okay, the crowd's singing all our songs. Let's just be silent for the rest like of the it, show. Like it, like it feels like, you sing it now. I paid to see you sing it. Yeah. Like, obviously, I get singing along to a song. Like, that's, that's the that, that's what that's what the po- That's what the point of a concert is. Yeah. And I mean, you know. But yeah, it's like, I paid for you to sing it. Yeah, how I paid how much for these front row mosh pit tickets? Yeah, and I and think going that's going back. Thing. Okay, ticket scalpers. No, you don't do that. It's a good way to make money, but don't what? don't do it because. And here like, here's the are... thing. Here's the thing about scalping. We're gonna get a little political for a sec. It's only legal in Alberta, like in oh, Canada. Oh really? Wow. So, um, what one re- that's the only thing that sucks about our province, you know, that we let a lot of things loose, yeah, but that's also why we have a lot of good things sometimes. But no, yeah, anyways, but, I have but a funny scalping, story, just, yeah, I have a funny story just based on scalping. I have the or I had this friend, I haven't seen in a while, and basically, um, so this is going to go into hockey for a sec, folks, for those of you that drone on sports, phrase be. But um, essentially, like, he was a scalper or, like, getting into it. Very business savvy, dude. So um, he would buy tickets and then sell them for, like, triple the price? Yeah. Well, no, what he would do is, and this is a scalping thing, you buy, like, a, like a, a row, yeah. or a few rows, and then once the place gets sold out, then you sell the tickets. So what he would do is, like, he wanted to go to, like, there was a game in British Columbia or something, right? Yeah. But scalping's illegal there. So what he did was he bought the tickets in Alberta and scalped through Alberta channels. And then somehow oh. it was legal. I love legal gray areas. Because here's the I love thing, it. folks. And this is what I realized, kind of, I was looking into stuff um, this week even. And the provinces aren't very... Um, they don't work together on these things. No, no. It's like you cross the line into one pro- like for ex- it like Alberta has eradicated the rat population. Nobody no. else has done that. No. Or another big thing I, re- I remember, throwback to road trips episodes. In Alberta, you you get caught speeding, you get a ticket, you get caught speeding again, you get a more expensive ticket. In BC, yeah. They can take away your vehicle on the first ticket. Okay, that's hardly fair. <laughs> like, if you're doing, like, 10K over the speed limit... Going on a road go- trip, you're just on a vacation, some cop takes away and- your only vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks! How oh. am I going to get home now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in BC! <laughs> thanks! Let's not forget the gas. Oh, oh. man. But anyway... This is what, anyway, the, getting off of politics for a second. Politics. So, um, just, just because it's come to this, um, what We do are, not endorse any particular political party. We do not endorse any political party. Rock Bottom is not a politically <laughs> and <laughs> And first of all, can I just say, 
why like like all we want is what's best for a the music industry b ourselves and c the rest of the world yeah anyway back to the music so on this on the note of where we kind of left off what are some things that you can do at a music festival but can't do at a concert and similarly things you can do at a concert but you probably couldn't do at a music festival well for one you can actually get good seats at a concert <laughs> i mean let's face it music festivals are basically the entire thing's a mosh pit but here's the thing i feel like outdoor concerts are... outdoor concerts are kind of the best of both worlds like I feel like they're that good combination, but I'd also much rather go see a concert outdoors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I feel like paid it's more venue. of a show. It's more of a show. Yeah. But like when it's like, indoors, I, it, yeah, it feels like you're going to watch a theater movie or something, which is fine if you're just going to enjoy the music. But I feel like, yeah, if it's a very interactive, energetic band, like, you do it outside. Yeah, like uh, Iron Maiden, for example. Yeah. They filled Rexall, or not Rexall, but the, the, they filled um, Rogers Place or whatever in Edmonton, yeah. or whatever they call it now. I don't know what the stadium is. I think it's Rogers Place. Um, but they, they packed the stadium to the rafters. <laughs> oh, man. Including the mosh pit. Luckily, and the seats I had... Well, me and a buddy of mine had who was going to be a guest on the show, but I didn't get the chance to ask him. Yeah. Um, he, he, like, we were like three rows up from the mosh pit, almost and off to the left. Yeah. Which honestly was pretty good seats because you could see everything. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you ever been in a mosh pit? No, I don't want to be. I went there, I was in there once. It was terrible, wasn't it? Let me tell you about mosh pit etiquette. There is none. Oh, God. Do you know what the most common practice in a mosh pit is? Do I want to know? At a a rocking concert. You do want to know. Okay. It's not that Okay, so it's not... Essentially, you ram into people. Ouch! Dude! Everyone bundles up and rams in and, like, goes... (laughs) crazy basically and second and you'll see this at like punk concerts or middle concerts the people that are like thrashing have you ever seen that no dude i i have limited mosh pit exposure well i'm i'm gonna tell you next time uh you're at like a more heavier concert you'll see these guys what do they do like they're it's like aggressively jumping around and like headbanging and punching and it's like okay okay and that's just, way more common bl- than you'd think okay <laughs> then there's also the dark side of mosh pits <laughs> as if it wasn't already dark <laughs> oh yeah totally like dude i've seen like i've heard horror stories about what like of people a getting trampled b getting assaulted it, it's it's not fun or c getting taken away by Security. Security because they jumped over the the uh, line, the poles. And yeah. I mean, you got to think how many people actually get on stage in a concert. No one. <laughs> no, that's a thing. Some people actually do. What really? Wow. I mean, I, with Iron Maiden, I didn't see anybody try to jump on stage. Uh, th- there's a funny story about that actually, which. Okay. Note, I'm going I'm to mention Blink-182 for a sec. Okay. Just because I think this is hilarious. Okay. So, um, <coughs> apparently they were, I, don't, I forgot who they were playing with, but they were playing with some band, right? Yeah. And this, this fan got on stage, basically. How and the Blink- heck does... I, I don't know how. Like, it was... Did they, I think did it was they like, steer him off, or what did they do? So they, they, like, opened for those guys or something. I don't know. And anyways, Mark had seen them. Like, Mark and Tom, they were in the back. And yeah. I don't know why. I don't know how they thought this. Maybe this because there was just after, like, uh, the What's My Age Again thing, which, <laughs> by the way, go watch the video. 
but essentially they just looked at each other, they just gave like... each other a nod, they stripped down, they went on stage and escorted this guy off stage. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a sec. Wait a sec. Yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs> They escorted him off stage naked. Yep. <laughs> you can Google the story. It's actually pretty. Wow. Oh, man. Well, yeah, Remember, I'm pretty this sure that was way show. early on. This is oh, a family no. show. Hey, that is, that is family. Listen, if we can talk about Blink-182, we can talk about the things they do. True. True. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, that's not the worst thing that's happened at concerts. It's not the worst thing that kids have heard, let's be honest. Yeah, okay, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> uncut, uncut, unfiltered. <laughs> yeah, okay, but let's be honest here. There's, there's way worse. I mean, like, have you ever heard the story of Kiss Guy? For, Kiss Guy? Yeah, you know what he did? What? They literally... Like, they invited this guy. Like, I love it when a band invites a guy on stage. <laughs> and so then they, he just sings horribly, right? No, 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 no. He got on stage and was playing Monkey Wrench with the lead singer's guitar. <laughs> and he was epic. <laughs> this guy oh. slayed. <laughs> uh. like, dude, the guy was as good as... Um, what was it? What's um, his name again? Uh, no, the guy was as good as, as, um, no need Foo to mention the it. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, generic guitarist number three. Yeah. But I mean, the guy, no, the guy was awesome. Like, yeah. I'm sorry if I may have called them foreigner in the beginning, but whatever. <laughs> my head, is, my head's all over the place today. Yeah. But the Foo Fighters, like, they, they literally invited this guy up on stage. And he starts jamming with the band. <laughs> and it's awesome. Nice. So, folks, like, originally we were going to have a debate about live music versus recorded music. But I think just from this, like... Live, live, live is, is better. better. Well, and here's the thing, too. If you want to sing along, it costs... Yeah. It costs three dollars to buy a recorded song. It will set you back up to two thousand dollars to go to a concert. Yeah, I mean, recorded's good if you want to do it on the cheap, but live music is better. Yeah, it's always better. Well, not always, but um, and that's it's more fun. To, yeah, more. And that brings me to another point. You know that conference I keep trying to get you to go to. Yeah. They have a cover band every year. For those of you for those of you looking, they've been doing this for like 30 years. Like the 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 cover band, right? Yeah. Uh their name is TR3. Seriously, go look them up. They're awesome. They actually invite me every year to come up on stage with them. Mm. And I end up doing a cover of uh Gord Downey, um <laughs> Tragically Hip. It's it's pretty awesome. Mm. Like stand up guys, shameless plug, that's it, that's all. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Have you, right. have you ever actually gotten up on stage like at all for like open mic nights or whatever? Uh no, actually. I have gone to seen local bands or even seen like open mic night things, but But you've never actually done it yourself. Never actually never actually done it myself. Dude, you've got the voice for it. Do it. The chicks will love you. <laughs> hey. I definitely, like, I want, for, for those of you who don't know, and this is a little test to see if my friends actually listen to this podcast, I am, I'm actually moving back to the good old Alberta. Yay. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like in Alberta, there's a very heavy music scene. It's way, yeah. Edmonton's music and scene there is, is awesome. And there is a lot of underground music scenes in Calgary, like, too. Like, Edmonton's music scene, like, for example, I have, I have a friend who's, like, in on that whole thing. 
Um, yeah. She actually, she's in her last year of McEwen. And, dude. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Look up Cassidy Zahar in, on iTunes or whatever. Like, whatever. Just look her up. She is one of the best upcoming artists for um, Edmonton area. I'm going to yeah. try to get her on the show. I've been trying for months now. <laughs> uh, we're, not, we're, not, we're not too official. No. So, I mean, I mean hey, it's, it's, that's why people it, should want to come in, because they could just say whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. They don't, we don't have censorship anymore. <laughs> well, we, no. we do, but we, we don't. We don't. We're still our own show. We're not like yeah. We're not sponsored by anyone. Yeah. We like what we like, and that's about it. <laughs> no. And that's but occasionally a bit, and, we'll consider. We will consider changing our opinion. Yes. For example, country music. Um, <laughs> I mean, we like it. We just don't like certain artists. Yeah. But it's easy to bundle. It's really easy to bundle in a genre. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you hear one bad country song and you never... And we're guilty again. of it, okay? Yeah. We'll be the first to say we are guilty of it. So if you listen to a genre, kids, and you don't like a certain song... Change the song. There. Change the song. Like, like seriously. I, in every single genre... Shingle. Every okay. single genre, you'll always have those. Yeah. You always have bad songs, no matter what the genre. And I mean, it it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't you know? even matter. I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> no, All right. Is that kids, from? Yeah, that's yeah. Lincoln Park. Okay, All right, kids. What, we're uh... we're uh, we're approaching thirty minutes here, so I want to go into a brand new segment. Ladies and gentlemen, the song of the week. The song of the week. We're going to start with something at home, which, um, um, funnily enough, it kind of relates to what we're talking about. Because I yeah. discovered this song when I was watching um, a Blink concert, like on YouTube. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's it the really... Las Vegas one that you've been trying to get me to watch for six Yeah, months. it is so amazing. Like, <laughs> Comment below if you think I should watch this. How are they going to comment, Jacob? To... How they I don't comment? know. That, that's the point. <laughs> no one's going to make me watch that. <laughs> I will. I mean, I mean, I'll watch it when I get the chance, okay? Okay. <laughs> Has an hour for podcasting every Tuesday. But, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's just get into it. Okay, so, so this is song... off of... You want to introduce it, or...? Yeah. Well, Okay. You go first, because you don't speak much on these things anyway. <laughs> hey, I'm speaking more. If you look at our first episode, it's funny. It's like, I rarely speak, and I'm like this. And then by the end, it's more half and half. Yeah. But anyways, song is uh, by Blink-182. I know, sigh. We've done that's this all, a million that's all, times. That's all collectively sigh. I've been here before a few a times. Few time. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, no. If you haven't guessed the song from those lyrics yet, it's uh, off uh, the 2003 self-titled album, uh, uh, Blink-182, uh, Always. Yes. Okay. And let me just say, I... This is just kind of a funny story. I've been introducing Jacob to every single Blink song slowly. I love it, but I also hate it because it's taking up a lot of space on my phone. <laughs> Dude, come on. That's the best, though. I hit yeah. a thousand songs on my playlist. I know. Not that impressive. Dude, I had ten hours of music in one playlist at one point. Then again, I have a friend who has like a month's worth of music total on his phone. Well, like 10 hours, like that's around 400 songs, I think. Yeah, but the, so. guy got, the guy's got like 30 days worth of music on one playlist. <laughs> oh, man, that's good for uh, 
cross-country road trips, right? It is. It is. And, and he used that playlist on country road trips, on cross-country road trips. All right, all right. Back, back to the song for a sec. So yeah. what were your first impressions, I guess? For me? Yeah. It kind of starts off like every other Blink-182 breakup song. Yeah. No, ser- seriously. They, they have this format for, for breakup songs, well, which Tom, is great. Tom definitely has a format for breakup songs. Yeah, it's like, life sucks, and then, yeah. Basically, the whole song is like, life sucks without you. Please come back. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's more subtle in this one because it is more yeah. of a love song. It's not, I, well, it's subtle and I miss you. Where it isn't subtle is dysentery Gary. Yeah. I mean, that's where you're just mad at everyone. (laughs) And I feel like that's a a big thing, too, like, between the albums is with with Enema of the State, the whole kind of theme of the album was very much, like... Thrashy and angry. Thrashy, Mm -hmm. immature, dealing with it. But with... That's basically what us... That's what our podcast started out as. We started out as an anima of the state, and now where are we? We're just we? the Blink-182 self-titled. Yeah. We've and the been difference here before, before a few, a few times. times. <laughs> and with that album, like all the songs, it's all about looking back at something you once had. Okay, I'm going to be honest, though. The, yeah. That whole album's amazing because I listened to the Stockholm Syndrome interlude and then the Stockholm Syndrome song itself, followed by Always. That is the trifecta of that album. Yeah. It's really good. And then Throne I Miss You at the end, which yes, I feel like is the only song anyone like, accurately remembers from that album. Is I miss you. Like I feel like it's a it's a buried Hello album there. just a bit. The angel from my nightmare. Like okay. Lyrically, these songs are perfect. No. Rip. Rip though. Yeah, I mean. Okay, enough about the blink. Enough about blink. Enough about blink. We 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 said we'd move past our edgy. We punk said we moved past it, but uh, I don't know. It like it feels like that's when. Like, for those of you who don't know, like, Tom DeLonge has a band called Angels and Airwaves, which is very much more an alternative type yeah. rock. So it feels like yeah. that, that was kind of the shift between, okay, we're kind of shying away from pop punk. Yeah. Like, it's still which, got elements of it. It's just, it's more let, alternative. Yeah. 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 So, and that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> apparently. Be more alternative. Apparently. Yeah, I mean, we're doing it. I mean, we've gone a whole minute without mentioning the band that started this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, other... (laughs) We're going to be moving on now. Go listen to the song. It's great. The whole album. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be done. So, other than Blink-182... we wish we could see live. Other than (laughs) Blink-182... Yes. And we're not talking, like, obviously you can't see them live, but we're talking about, like, Bands, the good old the, days. Yeah, like Back past, then. present, and future. Yeah. I past? Mean, I'd love to see Blink-182 in the past. Like, I'm not, I'm not love, a huge I mean, Matt Skiba fan. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. But you know who, who I'd like to see live? Yeah. Rush. I think they're still playing music. No, they're, they're, no, they're actually, they've quit touring. Oh. Yeah. Rush is a band I'd love though, to see Though when you, when you see, like, you can, like, YouTube, there's something, when you see Neil Peart, like, his old, old face, just, like, Dude. still trying to rock Tom Sawyer. <laughs> Dude, the guy, the guy... They're in their 60s, so it's understandable why they quit touring. Yeah. And Getty Lee's voice is not what Getty Lee's voice once was. <laughs> oh. That's why, if I could go back to, like, when they were touring high school circuits, 
Because that's how they started out, right? Yeah. Like it's before, it's like uh, Aerosmith. Yeah, they started out touring high schools. It's it's funny you mention his voice because um, the guy who introduced me to Rush, I remember the first time I was like, "You should listen to the song." He's like, "Okay." He's like, "Just his voice is a bit weird. Weird. He sounds like a chick." Don't, and he's like, "Don't let that uh, discourage you." It's like ten minutes in. Okay. What 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 was your first ever Rush song? Tom Sawyer. Oh yeah. Da 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 da. da, da you know, like that. Because I I remember I was, because like around the time I got introduced to Rush was when I was like I want to learn drums now because obviously it was Neil Peart that was a big influence for me. Dude. And John Bonham, Led Zeppelin, but we're talking about Rush yeah. right now. John Bonham and yeah, Led Zeppelin is another band I'd love to see live. Oh. oh. I, I um, never got that into Led Zeppelin, though, as much no, as I, mean, I do the, like the drummer. I feel like the songs that I like are cliche for Led Zeppelin, like Rock and Roll, um, or Whole lot of Love, yeah. um, Stairway to Heaven, The Immigrant Song, and, you know, yeah. just, just but, the cliche Led Zeppelin stuff. <laughs> Ramble but then again, is another good one. No. But then again, like, I think that's reasonable. They're popular but, for a reason. Yeah, but I mean, and funny enough, okay, uh, story time, kids. Uh, before we get back to Rush, I just want to let the kids in on a little secret. Um, if you've ever, okay, I have a friend who now is going, into, going to school in Toronto for uh, graphic design. And or whatever. I, I think he's doing graphic design. But mm. he, like, mixed media and whatnot. But the guy owns the coolest car out of the 80s ever. Okay? Chrysler Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Big old V8 boat. <laughs> like, you'd like, you go over railroad tracks and this thing bounces every 10 feet. Like, it will bounce for the next five miles. That's how soft the suspension is. <laughs> anyway. Is so it terribly driving... loud? No. Oh. It's quiet. It's, be... it, it's awesome. Like, so we're cruising, and he actually put a paisley headliner in the thing. Like, the roof has paisley fabric on it. it it's pretty cool. Anyway, car aside. We're dry. Me, my buddy Nicholas, who came with us on the trip home, we're driving down Main Street of my hometown with with Led Zeppelin on the stereo with Callum driving. Ramble On was playing on the stereo, and it was epic. Like you feel like an '80s mob boss in one of these things. Like, you know, you feel like you should have, like, a suit and a, fado and a trilby and, like, you know. The Tommy gun? Yes. That's what you feel like. Especially at sunset. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tony. Yeah, pretty much. Uh. <laughs> Go fishing with that thing. Hey, I don't hope, I hope I don't catch a witness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Where is that from? <laughs> no, literally. Like, it's actually a comedy routine. Like, guys off the, fishing off the dock in three-piece suits. Hey, I, don't, I hope I don't catch a witness. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, so, uh, back yeah. on topic, what, yeah. what, are, what are some other bands you... If it the Beatles. Like a, the Beatles. Oh. Like back in the early days, in the early 60s. Oh, yeah. If time travel was possible, I would go to one of their shows in that cavern thing in, 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 in Liverpool. Yeah. Go to a tavern? No, cavern. You know what? You know they what? literally had an underground music venue. You know what I would absolutely love? What? I think it's an interesting idea to think about... When, before bands blew up, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like Bef- where they played I was and what they into them before they were cool. Like or even you know. like someone like uh which I had a friend who used to live in London and she was like looking back, you know, I actually saw Ed Sheeran in a you know, like a tavern once. Like a little inn. He was playing wow. on an open mic. Wow. But like think about that. Imagine if like you lived back then and you saw the Beatles in some like low end crappy underground joint and you're like these guys aren't gonna go anywhere. <laughs> and then five minutes later, oh five wait, minutes they're on Ed's and then like a year later they're on Ed Sullivan and it's like I was into them before they were cool. <laughs> like I, I feel like that's a common thing. People are like, I don't like these guys and then once they get popular it's like I always loved them. <laughs> yeah. Like but like no, you can't just you can't just about face because everybody will know, <laughs> right? I feel like that's that's so hilarious too. When you hear about bands like where there's like venue managers or something, or even record yeah. labels, like you they don't have any potential. Everything, yeah. No, but like there's a lot of stories where record labels were just like, no. Look at look at Nirvana. Look at Nirvana. For example. Now, kids. Let's always look at Nirvana when you want to go into music. If you want to do anything with music, Nirvana Nir- is your perfect example. Yeah, and because they started from literally nothing. Yeah. I think Kurt Cobain was homeless at one point. Seriously, they didn't have... And regardless, like it was already hard <laughs> to record music back then, especially when they started. Yeah, but so these guys just got low end instruments and they're just getting out whatever they can. Yeah, and it works. Like that's the pure grind there. Yeah. Like everybody says you're only as good as your last record and to some extent that's true. But if you have no records, oh well. Yeah. Keep just going. keep going. Keep going. And I like, mean that's true with anything. Uh inspirational moment here like if you're doing anything to quote Winston th- Churchill. Yeah. If you're going through hell, keep going. Because the moment you get discouraged, like, and you start leaning back, what if your next hit was one song away, right? True. And, and that goes for anything with life. Yeah. Cause I feel but- like there's, there's this, there's this like misconception especially about bands that things just, and it's true, it happens because it seems like they do, but people just think, boom, suddenly you're in the limelight. Yeah. And, and funny enough, I've been discouraged, like Rusty and I have felt that occasionally, even with this podcast. Like, we're like, what's the point of doing this? Nobody's listening anyway. Yeah. But then... New Zealand! Let's yes. go! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then some random guy just pops up in the viewership from New Zealand. We're doing this for you, New Zealand guy. <laughs> it's all for... <laughs> <laughs> all for one guy and good for nothing. <laughs> oh. Okay. By the way, if you're a New Zealand girl, hit us up. Okay. All right. Well, you anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's not go into that. We're trying to be uncut here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway. So many things after the show. Like, if I had my way, I would be hey. like, okay, let's go uncut. But then it's after the show, and Jacob texts me, and he's like, actually, can we cut that, please? I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's just, I find it funny. Yeah. I find it hilarious. But I mean, okay, but like, seriously, um, and this is another thing about the music industry, being in a band gets you so much more attention than, you you know, just being on your own. No. It's hilarious, because, and and this is a story that I heard uh, Randy Bachman, the guitarist for the Guess Who, he literally said this, in order to, like, like, you know, you, you'd, like, to date a hockey player's sister, you had to be in a band. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, if you weren't in the band, he wouldn't like you. And if, and if he found out, oh, he's in a band, hey, come meet my sister. 
Like, like you know. I, I feel like like even if like even if you have the worst band and you have absolutely no viewership, I think people just think it's cool enough. Yeah. When you say like, I'm in a band. Th- yes. And not even that. It's like, oh yeah. I you know, like like no, I'm in a band. If, if if you have musical talent at all, everyone thinks, oh, they're really creative. Yeah. You know? And here's like, the thing for any um for any um uh if you're looking for a good loyal friend, if you're looking for a good employee, whatever, look at the people who play musical instruments or sing first. Yes. And for all I'm, the kids whose parents force them into piano or band or whatever, stop complaining. That's it's good the best for you. They'll ever give you. That's the best gift they'll ever give you. Yeah. <laughs> because one day a girl's gonna come up and say. You're in a band, and you can be like, yeah. "Yep," and, and vice then, versa. I feel like if, like, you go up to a girl and she's like, "I'm in a band," you're like, "I'm in love already." Awesome. <laughs> like, just, just found just, your Josie already. Yeah. Oh, another Blink One Eighty Two reference. Crap. We're not no, supposed to be doing it's this. It's our niche. It's our niche. <laughs> uh, That's what like, we do. F- it's fine. Yeah. You you fell in love with the girl at the rock show. <laughs> Because she was out there playing. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. And, and yeah. that's, yeah, I mean, and that's why we all do this anyways. It's not so much for the attention. We do it for fun. But you got to admit, getting chicks for playing music is awesome. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you why. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll give you a big reason why music is so fulfilling, like to do, like yeah. even if you find people to play with, is because I feel like just coming out of the oh, the hippie phase. I don't, I, I don't know the age. I guess is yeah. it's so discouraged to do music sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so like, like you'll never get any. Well, that's not cool. Yeah. And then meanwhile, like, you're making only two hundred bucks a month, and you're still getting like compliments and praise and yeah, yeah. um that's not like why we like no that's not why you do it no like at, at the, the heart of it music a, is like it's your passion it's the most free form of expression out there yeah which I don't, like and not to diss on people who like paint and stuff i don't want to do that at all i like people who paint it's another whole form of art. Yeah. We're all artists. Let's just be friends. Someone needs to do the cover art. Yeah. <laughs> Not only... Th- oh, r- wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, do whatever you do. Do whatever makes you happy. That, that's how I see it. But at the end of the day, it's going to really help if you have something like an expressive hobby. Yeah. And music, all we're saying is art. music is a very good hobby to pick up. But yeah. if you do do other, like, I can't paint. I can't, I can't paint. Draw. Worth... No. I mean, there are people who are naturally gifted in that. Yeah. There's some I people know plenty of gifted them. in music. I know plenty of people who are gifted with a paintbrush. I am not one of them. No. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's all right. It, so we're getting up to an hour long here. We're getting up to an hour long here. So uh, do we uh, we have any thoughts on next week's episode? Next week's episode. Um, hmm. Where do we go I, from here? To be honest, I think we should dive into genres that we that um, we haven't delved into yet. We could like start it, starting with the, starting with um, those of us starting with the genre that, that we started off with a apparently pathological hatred for, and then I moved to a small town, and then yeah, <laughs> and then Jake started listening to one listening at the end of the you guys such an old band, yeah. So, All right, so so for next week, here's. 
It's kind of what I got. We, okay. we go th- we go through every genre. We talk about it. Yeah, well, I say we cover the big three. Right? Which is rock, country, and, and blues. I think, and, yeah, oh, country, and yeah. we can lump country in with blues a bit. Uh, yeah. Like, um, rock, country, and I feel like, I don't know. Should we do... talk about classical music for fun? No, 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 no. Way yeah, no, no. Listen to Beethoven slay this piano. Like, no, seriously. We're, that, that, doth, that doesn't shred, s- doth shred those keys. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> oh, <coughs> nope, that doesn't work. Uh, oh, we we're will thinking outside the fun. B-A-C-H-S. Oh, yeah. Get, get it? Thinking outside yeah. the box? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I don't know why. I feel like country and rock are like you could just mash those two together because with rock you have alternative, you have indie. Yeah. I don't know. Alternative might be its own thing. Yeah. Let, let's just get into like alternative music in general next week. Yeah. And then, and then we'll, we'll throw in a bit of country in there too. Um, I think yeah. Sounds so disappointing. <laughs> oh, we'll do it too. Uh, I guess. Well, that's not the goal here. We're yeah. we're trying to broaden our horizons here. Yeah. So yeah. So um. Any closing? Well, any closing remarks? Well, I guess do what you love, love what you do, because that's the whole point of this episode. Title right there. Do what you love, love what you do. The concert, the concert one. The concert one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, uh, to, all of, to all of those listening, we plead with you, if you're going to do anything in this life, take at least 30 minutes a day and just do music. It's yes. seriously so amazing. It's, so it's, it's therapeutic. Oh, yeah. It's therapy. And let's be honest, it feels so awesome. When yes. you get to the point where you're like, I can play this. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, thanks for listening to the Rock Bottom Podcast. Yep. We will see it's you next so week. Bad. It's so bad. It's amazing. And we'll see you next week for a uh, genre, genre review. Yeah. That sounds good.